Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hold on, babe. I need to pour you a little bit more. Cheers. All right. Vibes are right. Ambiance is right. This is a bottle of Luke Belair Rosé because we're celebrating getting engaged (laughs) (laughs) um uh i'm gonna kick it over to my fiance so he can really start off the episode thanks all for supporting and listening to grab a glass here's david thomas all right that was my fiance y'all we just got engaged last night so i did not get to record this podcast too far in advance we were too busy celebrating but it was a wonderful, wonderful night last night. Whole process went very smoothly from me getting the ring to hiding the ring to making up some crazy elaborate plan for me to be able to propose. So I want to send a couple thank yous really quickly. Thank you to David Smith, Eric Dorch, Mark Lara, Kevin Schwartz, and Kelsey Kyle for pretending to take a cooking class from Veronica over Zoom, in which they were sitting there stalling until all of our family and friends joined the Zoom, at which point Veronica was super confused, literally had no idea what was going on, why all these people were all of a sudden joining the Zoom, and I was able to get down on one knee and propose. We recorded literally everything. Obviously, we recorded the Zoom, but we had a couple different camera angles within the Zoom for people to watch. And then uh, we actually recorded it via a camera as well. Veronica thought this was something that we were going to be doing more often, which we may, uh, but thought that this was some beta test for for that. Um, and so that I was able to set up a bunch of camera angles. I also need to thank Jonathan Viegas. Uh, John uh, has a company with uh, a gentleman by the name of Raymond Costello. They are a high-end jeweler by the name of Wolf of Madison. And... I'd have worked with John before on a couple of different pieces. Uh, The necklace that you see around Veronica's neck also comes from John. But he made the process fantastic. Super easy. I came in. I already knew what my budget was um, and, and knew what she wanted. But he was able to educate me, tell me all about the things that you need to know, fellas, about the ring what to look for, what not to look for. And that was before he ever showed me any diamonds. So I felt like I was educated as well as being able to have an educated conversation with him about what she wanted. Showed me a couple stones, uh, showed me different types of stones within the ones that Veronica had mentioned to me over the years and was able to make the purchase. He also made sure that I had a way to hide the ring as I proposed. So he gave me a pair of, or at least he let me pick out of a a bunch of socks, a pair of socks where I could have a smaller box to hide it on my ankle. John just went above and beyond. Uh, So if you are considering proposing to your significant other or your partner, I highly, highly suggest you reach out to John at Wolf of Madison or Ray at Wolf of Madison, and they're tagged in my Instagram post as well as Veronica's. Also a big shout out to Drumlin Supper Club. 
Michael and Sarah, after we got engaged, took us through an actual cooking class where we made something vegan. It was fucking fire. That was a big part of this as well. I, Veronica's always wanted to take a cooking class and with everything that we're going through, pandemic, COVID-19, just haven't been able to do that. So we were able to do one virtually. They made it super easy. Like I said, we did it over Zoom. Very, very affordable. So if you have a chance, reach out to Drumlin Supper Club, Michael and Sarah, and see if they can hook you up with uh, a meal that you'd like to cook virtually over Zoom. Super cool date night. One thing of note that I do want to mention is how easy this decision was for me. Veronica and I have been together for three years, just a little over three years, but literally from the minute I met her, it was just easy. It was comfortable, I should say. Maybe not easy, because no relationship is easy, but it was comfortable. And she was just so thoughtful and selfless. And in previous relationships, I always felt like I had to hold my personality back. Who I was needed to be tapered, so to speak, in said relationships. And with Veronica, it was just able to flourish. Almost everything that I've done since meeting Veronica has flourished. And her being my partner has just made my life exponentially better. So I just made this decision, you know, a, a no-brainer. Again, thank you to everyone who was a part of the engagement. Everybody who joined the Zoom. Like I said, all of our family and friends were a part of it. We had both uh, parent, both sets of parents. A bunch of cousins and aunts and uncles. Brothers and sisters, obviously. And just a lot of our close, close friends. So, again, thank you everyone. The engagement was perfect. I'm a fiance. Veronica has in her notes, this is the conversation we had in 2017. I hope she posted it at some point. I told her once we get engaged, Martin style, she has to write me a handwritten thank you note. I'm not fucking playing about that. You give somebody a gift of that size, you need you deserve a thank you note. This is just that's just a fact. But I'm gonna take it one step further than Martin. And even though Veronica and I owned a condo and lived together, I need her to snail mail that bitch to me. That's right. She has to mail it to me. I don't know how she's going to do that. Put it in the mail and have it go through. They're going to think it's weird. I don't care. I want to be able to go to the mailbox and go, oh, a note from Veronica and open it and, and read it. You feel me? That's, that's the least she can do. <laughs> and that's just straight up. Okay? That's just straight up. But enough of the lovey-dovey stuff. This is episode 15 of a podcast called Grab a Glass, hosted by yours truly, David Thomas, better known as DT. I know my fiance introduced the podcast, but I just wanted to put my little sauce on it and introduce it as well. Let's get to the shits. Shall we? Shall we get to the shits? A lot is going on politically, guys. A lot. And I, I, I don't like coming in here into this studio that is our second bedroom in our condo and, and talk about all the politics that are going on, but I got to address some of it. Can't ignore some of this. First and foremost, I'm going to address AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That lady is something serious. She is someone to watch. That is a political star in the making. The way that she carries herself, her ability to be personable and relatable, and how she articulates herself, not the fact that she's articulate, but how she articulates herself is just captivating. The way that she is able to express 
the details, the finite details of what she's feeling, what her constituents are feeling, what the people that voted her in are feeling. Yeah, she's she's serious. And I honestly could dedicate an entire episode to her and how she addressed that fucking idiot that called her out of her name. Can you imagine that? I don't know how they do this shit in politics. I don't. But if you call a woman out her name in front of me, I'm going to beat your ass. That's it. That's it. So I don't know who was around when this happened, when this chump did this. It's whack. It's trash. And frankly, for not enough people on the other side of the aisle to just be vehemently just tearing him apart is weird to me. Just some shit's just not appropriate. And as adults, it's okay to be like, yo, that's just not cool. Yeah, we agree on X, Y, and Z. And yeah, I'm a Republican and you're a Republican. But that shit's sick. I don't know if people are doing that. Don't think they are. And if you're a real man, you apologize. Authentically, you apologize. Don't give no half-ass apology. Do you know how good it feels to apologize and for the apology to be accepted? Be selfish and just just genuinely apologize. Can't do it. And AOC got up on that microphone and respectfully tow his ass up. Respectfully. And I thought that was awesome. So... A couple of weeks have passed and, you know, I, like I said, we could dedicate an entire episode to talking about her, what she's doing and how she addressed that situation. But for a woman with so much class, I have to, have to, have to celebrate her on this podcast as I celebrate women as much as I can on this podcast. She's a star. She deserves all our respect. And outside of her, what she spoke on was so important. The abuse that women take day in and day out from men is horrifying. And as a man, I can't, I'm not going to mansplain it and I can't even identify it with it, but I've seen it. I've witnessed it throughout my life. We all have. And I need to be better just like everybody else, just like every other guy out here. I loved her quote. Having a daughter does not make a man decent. Having a wife does not make a decent man. Treating people with dignity and respect makes a decent man. That's that's huge. I don't think anything else needs to be said about it. She just gave us the game. She just told us the truth. Stop catcalling women out of cars and shit. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I've done it. Much younger. Not an excuse, just a fact. Much younger, I've done it. Stop grabbing women in clubs and shit, brushing brushing up on them and putting your hand on the small of their back and all the shit that you wouldn't want anybody to do to you. Stop doing it to the ladies. All the shit that you don't want your sister or mother or wife or fiance to go through, don't do it to anybody else. Anybody else, frankly. Nobody. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your fucking nasty ass lips and compliments to yourself. 
something we got to do. And until we start policing it, all of us with strength, with class, the way the AOC did, and until allies come to the table, like me, like other men, we may not see a change overall. It may get better and better, but not in the way that it should. Just my thoughts. AOC brought it to the forefront. I'm just chiming in, giving my opinion, and saying that I am on air going to commit to making sure that the shit doesn't happen around me and hold my people that I hold dear to me accountable to the same standard. You have my word on that here on Grab a Glass. Other political bullshit that happened this week. <laughs> I was going to have to have a segment called Political Bullshit. This is a segment of this podcast called Political Bullshit. It's bullshit. Mike Singletary, former linebacker on the 1985 Bears, was... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sitting next to Donald Trump and Trump tweeted it and they were in Texas. What the fuck is Mike Singletary doing? What business do you have with Donald Trump besides being a, a toy to be showed off on Twitter with? I don't know what that's about. Producer, pretty big producer, a guy named J.W. Lucas. I think he produced for Jack Harlow. He's produced for some other people. He came out and said some shit about Breonna Taylor that I'm not even going to fucking repeat. Look him up, J.W. Lucas, if you want to read this crap. Basically was alluding to the fact that you don't want bad shit to happen, don't be involved in certain things. And he was had all the facts wrong, was totally wrong. This is the white man we're talking about. The audacity of people to be in our culture and trying to succeed in our culture and have that type of bullshit to say is nuts. It's nuts. Get him the fuck out of here. We can't. We are way. And we. I mean black people. I feel like we are way too accepting of letting people into our culture. That don't have good intentions. They may be talented. They may be able to. You know. Assimilate. But if if that's the <laughs> if that's the thoughts that you have and you sit in our culture, we gotta get you the fuck up out of here. That shit was sick. It's political bullshit. White supremacy is everywhere, guys. It's everywhere. How do we root that shit out? It's like when you go to the grocery store, you go to Benny's, the fucking Hennessy is either locked up. Or behind the counter. But yet I can walk all up and through this bitch. And see bottles that are far more expensive than Hennessy is. That's a slap in the face to black people. 
especially if it's in a black neighborhood. If I wanted to steal some shit, I wouldn't steal this $40 bottle of Hennessy. I'm going to find the fucking whiskey that's $350. It's a slap in the face. It's not black people making those decisions. White supremacy. Telling y'all. But let's get to some good shit. Versus the battle platform from Timbaland and Swizz Beats. August 6th, y'all. They announced a good one. Rick Ross versus 2 Chains. Now, y'all know what happened when I... When I found out about this, I freaked out. Big fan of 2 Chains. Big fan. Gave me a lot of hits over the years that I can just go back to. I remember sitting in my buddy Paul Shortino's room and just listening to the new 2 Chains. That was like house party music in college central. And we're not going to get into the details of any of that on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna incriminate anybody. But Two Chains, yeah, his music his music has, has lasted throughout the years and has been fantastic. But Rick Ross is winning this battle. And I'm biased. Yes, I am. I am. Rick Ross, like I've said many times in this podcast, is my spirit animal. I am him, he is me in my brain. He's just fly. He's a businessman. So many endeavors. And musically, like, just the lyricism, the beat selection, the production. I made a list. And this is going to be nerdy for all the the people who don't like hip-hop music, so bear with me. I made a list off the top of my head of the 20 songs that Rick Ross could play. Number one, Hustlin'. Number two, Devil in a New Dress. Number three, John. Number four, Push It. Number five, The Boss. Number six, Here I Am. Number seven, I'm Not a Star. Number eight, BMF. Number nine, MC Hammer. Number 10, Aston Martin Music. Number 11, Hold Me Back. Number 12, So Sophisticated. Number 13, Dice Pineapples. Number 14, Sanctified. Number 15, I'm a Boss. Number 16, Pop That. Number seven, or excuse me, number 17, Idols Become Rivals. Number 18, Stay Scheming. Number 19, Nine Piece. Number 20, Bag of Money. That's just off the top of my head one day. I didn't go deep digging into the discography. I didn't do any of that. Two Chains can't beat that. And that is not even including some shit that I didn't even think of, go deep into the mixtapes on, or really dig into the features. Rick Ross is undefeated with Drake, and they got like five joints together. Two Chains, I love you, man. I watch Most Expensivist on Vice. I'm a big fan of Two Chains. But he's not beating Ross. Unless Ross and Sam Sneak, his DJ, just fuck this off. And just just don't even think about it. But I know he's not going to do that. It's going to be a party, though. Nobody loses when two monster people do this versus against each other. And that's just going to be a good one for the culture. I can't wait. August 6th. You know I'm going to have a black bottle. You know I'm going to be drinking bamboo rum too. You know I'm going to have my Rick Ross beard oil on. My Port of Miami 2 t-shirt. And I'm going to be popping shit for 2 chains too. But a good one for the culture. Massive, 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 massive battle. Super happy that they put that together.
Now, some more good shit. Netflix did a thing. A big thing. They are bringing some of the best sitcoms ever to their platform. The best sitcoms ever. Moesha, which I'm going to talk a little bit about later, is the first one up August 1st. The Game, seasons one through three, which are the good seasons, are (laughs) August 15th. Sorry, I just totally shat on the other seasons of The Game. (laughs) Sister, Sister, September 1st. Can't wait. My brother and I, my brother Jordan and I, used to watch that damn show so much. I love Sister, Sister. Cannot wait. September 11th, Girlfriends. Not going to lie to you. That's not one that I was super into as a kid because I was like a young boy and it was about black women and their friendships. I just wasn't one that I got that all that into. I watched a lot of it, but it just wasn't one that I, I dug hard into. I'm probably most excited about that one because I don't think that I was really able to appreciate the beauty of it. I'm going to now. October 1st, The Parkers. That was my damn show. Can't wait. Half and half. One that was kind of eh. That one and one-on-one, those are both October 15th. I was a little eh on those, but you damn sure right. I'm going to watch them. Binge the hell out of them. <laughs> Veronica's not going to... We just got engaged and they dropped this shit. What's their problem? She's not going to see me. Unless she wants to watch them too. I don't force her to watch anything that I watch. We'll see. I'm going to make her watch it. Fuck it. I'm lying. She's my fiance. I gave her a ring. She has to. Kidding. Just kidding. Can't make her do anything. She has her own choices. This is awesome. I'm super happy that these sitcoms are are coming to a platform that we can all watch. Obviously, I'm going to be talking about them a lot. So get ready. If you have never seen any of these sitcoms, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I was going to say something mean, but I'm not going to. Just check them out. And that brings us to a segment of this podcast because I need to finish this up. I've been in here way too long and I have a fiance to hang out with called Fly Shit Only. Flash It Only is a segment of this podcast where I put you on game to the music, cinema, books, and or miscellaneous parts of the culture I'm enjoying at the moment. I mentioned Moesha earlier, so let me just give a lot of love to Brandy, who also dropped an album called B7 this week. I often, often visit her catalog. There are some artists that just do not receive the shine they deserve. They don't. Brandy is one of those artists. A triple threat, I tell you. Classic records, a hit show, she can dance. Her features as as recent have been fantastic. She's just one of those vocalists that's just, it's just easy. And she's been doing it since I was literally a baby. So check out B7. I'm not even going to point you to any specific song. Listen to the whole album as it was intended to be listened to from front to back and back to front. Beyonce's Black is King has been dropped. Now, I have not seen it yet. I don't have Disney+. Plus. I'm not going to say who may or may not have provided me a password to watch it. I'm going to watch it. But everything that I've seen, all that I've heard, it's something that we all need to watch. Beyonce is Beyonce. (laughs) Like, Beyonce is Beyonce. I I was going to throw out a bunch of adjectives, but there are just some names where you just say the name and... Everything they've ever done just follows them. Beyonce, Prince, those type of people, those one-name people, it's nuts. I can't wait to watch this. I'm like eager to be full of pride 
And shout out to her and her whole team because I know that everything they touch, everything they do is thoughtful and golden. I'm ready for it. Last but not least, I've started a new show called P-Valley on Showtime. Now, put the kids to bed. Put the kids to bed. This show called P-Valley, which is short for Pussy Valley. Not particularly a word I like to say on this podcast, but... um, Pussy Valley, P-Valley is a show on stars that is really good. The concept is about a strip club in Mississippi. It's very inappropriate. Like I said, put the kids to bed. Definitely TVMA. A lot of frontal nudity, a lot of sexual situations, a lot of cussing, etc. But it's a very real show. It's raw. It touches on a lot of things that go on in the world. There's a lot of representation And it's really well done. So if you are okay with seeing people's body parts, if you're okay with a little bit of cussing, well, you must be okay with a little bit of cussing. You listen to this fucking podcast. But if you're okay with all that stuff and you want to see some really good acting from some people that you may not recognize, I'm all about that now. I want to see shows where there's new people that I I don't particularly recognize. This is the show for you. It's on Stars. It's called P-Valley. I think it's about four or five episodes in, so I may be a little bit late on it definitely check it out that concludes another episode of a podcast called grab a glass hosted by yours truly david thomas this was a big week for me i'm very thankful for all that god has done for me not only with being able to do this podcast but everything that's going on outside of it all my friends and family are healthy i'm newly engaged i feel god's favor and i'm thankful for all of to all of you for being a part of this looking forward to this every week looking forward to it next week follow me on instagram at at everybody knows dt Again, at Everybody Knows DT. And I'm really just, the gratitude is just seeping out of me right now. So I'm, I'm really appreciative. Can't say that enough. Much love to the creators. No matter your flavor, may God forever be in our favor. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.